0: What's up, Denton? I'm Glenn Ferris, And I'm Kevin Roden. That was awesome. Thanks. You've been practicing. I really worked hard on that today. Proud of you. Thanks, Glenn. And we needed a better conversation about politics, and that's why we started Politically Denton. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud. TuneIn, and many more places you can listen to podcasts. Just search for us on the internet. And we're also on Twitter and Facebook. Like us, follow us, all that stuff. Today, we are with Jody. She is running for Denton City Council, Place 5, and this is her official interview with Politically Denton. Jody, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks for having me. <laughs>
0: she is so excited to be here. Um, you know, podcasts, is a, it's an audio thing, but if you could see her sitting here, she is so happy to be here. <laughs> smiling. She is smiling. She's having a great time. Um... <laughs> So, so Jody, how did you uh, come to find yourself just in general uh, in Denton? How did you get here?
1: How did I get to Denton? How
0: did you get to Denton?
1: I came here to go to school. That was in 1992.
0: We
2: started college the same year at UNT. Oh, wow. yeah, 92.
1: I think I probably had a longer road than he did, though, because I, I graduated in january of my senior year thinking i was gonna go to college and i was gonna finish in like three and a half years and i was gonna be a great librarian that was my goal and so i moved to denton to go to school because i wanted out of wichita falls yeah and i found lots of fun and bands and music and so i didn't do extremely well in school but then a few years later i ended up pregnant with my daughter so I thought, you know, I should probably get my act together and go to school. <laughs> and so I got my bachelor's in rehabilitation studies because it did not require precalculus, And then I was really close to getting a second degree in sociology. So I went back to school and I took an intro to social work class. And my professor said, you should become a social worker because you can be licensed at the bachelor level. So I got my bachelor's in social work in 2000. And... So I just stayed in Denton. I've been here twenty five years. I went to grad school at UTA just because UNT didn't have a master's in social work at that time. But I love it here. That's it's- awesome in the
0: nineties. Uh, that was the heyday of like the Fry Street Fair and Oh yeah. All that stuff. I
1: spent lots of time at Fry Street Fair and at the Slobberbone House and just having a good mm, old time. There we go.
2: <laughs> I kinda wonder if we ever crossed paths. Like where did you where did you uh, did you live on campus your first year or two?
1: My first year I lived on campus and then What I, Hall? Clark Hall. Clark Hall, okay. And then I moved into those infamous apartments on Fry Street that used to be the old hotel. Oh what was yeah. it campus square apartments? Yep, yep. yep. Yeah. Um, I had a spell
2: on Fry Street. We probably crossed paths. So oh, it was wow. a little
1: scary. But I hung out with a lot of musicians, a lot of bands. Yeah. And then um I fell in love with yeah. someone who wasn't a musician. He was a mini trucker. Um Yeah, he drove a low-rider truck.
2: A mini trucker. Yeah. Is that an occupation or is that a type of truck? No,
1: he actually works in auto body, but he drove a low mini truck, Chevy S10, which was just horrible when I was pregnant because you try riding one of those things when you're like nine months pregnant. (laughs) The shocks aren't
2: made for maternity. Yeah.
1: So, which we're really happy to report he no longer has that truck. This is actually my... Husband I was married to for almost 13 years, we got divorced, we dated again, and we've been together 22 years total, we're still together, we've only been apart like a year in that whole 22 years, and our daughter's 21 now. Awesome. So, <laughs>
0: and, and the, the uh, load rider scene is pretty... Pretty strong at Denton, I guess.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the scene know. is now. But yeah,
0: okay. He's not back in as the day in a, as he was. You
1: know, I was. I really, I came down here. I was like, I'm going to marry a musician. That's what I'm going to do.
2: And you found Lowrider. And <laughs>
1: now we are just we are such polar opposites. You know.
0: Yeah.
1: He loves his guns, and I'm like, no. And that's the magic
0: of Denton, though. Right there is. <laughs> He's a.
1: You can ask him anything about eighties metal, and he can answer you. That's and I'm cool. like, what? Yeah. You know, I'll listen to eighties music, but not eighties metal.
2: So, Jody, I want to ask you a question about that because we were we were in the Denton scene around the same time, and I was actually a jazz studies major. So, so the the music scene was was everything. And Fry Street at the time, as you know, you could go to several different bars and see some significant music, even playing out on the street, on 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 corners of houses and things like that. A lot of people talk about you know what's the state of the music scene today and that's even risen to city council discussions from time to time if you were to get elected on city council what ideas do you have to kind of help or or if you have any what's what's the city's role in helping out uh denton's music scene thrive
1: well i think they have a huge role since they just got that big title of a texas music city you know, so they have
2: a responsibility to I don't think you deliver. can take
1: that title and not deliver on yeah. what sure. would you what that. would you
2: do to, to, to mm-hmm. kind of inject some life into things or do we even need that
1: I mean I think it's going well on its own I'd like to see more live music venues um, because that just seems to be lacking with the closure of some of them but I'll be real honest I go to bed at 10 um. <laughs>
0: you need more early shows. Part of I, growing could, up. I
1: have to be at work at seven now, yeah. you know? It's yeah. not like I can sleep till noon and skip class. Yeah, i have
0: put an ultimatum on Doug Burr. Like, if we start past eight o'clock, like, I'm out. Yeah, like, right, right, I don't, don't want to show up. <laughs> the senior citizen <laughs> yeah. rider. Yeah, it's just not worth it anymore. Yeah. It's a young kid's game. So. Yeah.
2: yeah. No, that's great. So, um, so, so, so here you are. You've been here in Denton. You've seen a lot of changes if you've been here since 92, um, all over the city. Tremendous amount of growth. Tremendous amount of changes. Why, why, why are you running now? What's your interest? I, I noticed on your bio uh, on your Facebook page you even made the statement I've always wanted to kind of serve on City Council. What, what made you want to do it
1: now? Just call it a bucket list item.
2: Okay, I love it. Um,
1: well, I mean I've been involved in city committees. You know, I, I've always volunteered. I've always been busy doing stuff and so i applied over a decade ago to serve on a city committee so i was on the city of denton human services advisory committee for seven years i term limited out so i couldn't do that anymore and then i got on the community development advisory committee and um so i thought about running before but i live in district two and so i think keely briggs does an awesome job and so there was no way i was going to run against her um but then when place five came open because Dalton Gregory wasn't running again. I saw that as an opportunity that, hey, maybe the universe is telling me to take this time and run. Yeah. Cause, mm. you know, it, it was at a point where I have a job that would allow me to do it. My daughter's twenty one. So, you know, I'm not going to a lot of activities for her. And uh,
2: <laughs> sorry, we're saying hi to people outside here <laughs> at the window. We're in a very yeah, this is a conspicuous Yeah. So. Sorry. Please yeah. continue
1: and it was it's almost kind of a personal challenge like we were talking about earlier because like, i'm such a socially awkward introvert and so if i was gonna push myself outside of my comfort zone this was definitely a way to do it yeah. and i think denton is a great place to live work and play although my idea of play now is hanging out at the new book section in the you know library <laughs> but um i think denton's on a really good path i like how they've managed the growth um so when people are saying what are you wanting to get in office to change it's not that i'm really wanting to get an office to change anything It's to keep it on the right track and keep mm-hmm. it at the right level of growth and the right level of development and get the infrastructure improved you know i'd like to see more affordable housing we obviously have issues social issues as far as with the homeless situation but I figured, you know, why not me? And then other people have jumped in the ring. I mean, obviously I have three other people running against me. You were the first, weren't you? No, actually, Bud Vulcan was the first. Ah, that's
2: right. Hmm.
1: He was the first to file. And then it was me and then it was Deb and then uh, it was Fuzzy. But so there's a nice full slate of people running and I'm running a very simple campaign. I'm financing it myself. I'm not going to ask anybody to donate to my cause. Um, you know, if I want signs and I'll buy it myself, if you're gonna, if you want to send me money, please send it to one of your favorite charities instead. Um, so it really, so is I think it's on the right track and I kind of want to see it forward and let's just see if this introvert can do it.
2: Yeah, <laughs> no, that's great. Yeah, that is. Well, and it's, it's I, I must say I'm personally inspired by your uh, desire to kind of overcome some of your own uh, self-proclaimed shortcomings that you're wanting to just get better at. And that's that's awesome. Uh, and, and we all know putting yourself out there uh, for public office, you've got everyone looking at you. So what a better way to kind of combat some of those uh, fears and whatnot. So I, I got to hand it to you. That's great. And I also want to applaud you for your, your service up to this point. I've always thought council is like a continuation of service, not like the start of it. And so given that you've served on two different committees for a long uh, amount of time, uh, that gives you a good start. So thanks for that. Uh, I, I do want to quote something. Again, this is from your your bio on Facebook. Uh, and I want to ask you about it. And it says, I would bring a social work voice to the council and would be an advocate for all people. So talk to me what, what you mean by that in terms of what's the uniqueness of a social work voice and what does that bring to our city?
1: Well, as a social worker, I mean, it's all about people. I mean, you don't work with corporations. You don't, I mean, there are people in administration who do project management and budgeting and stuff like that. But my life has been all about the people. And we live by a code of ethics. And, you know, so there's so much about an ethics ordinance now. It's like, that's my life, is living by a code of ethics. And the inherent worth of dignity of every person is kind of like my moral compass i know someone in the last forum was talking about their moral compass uh, being god and that's great you know but i believe in just everybody having that inherent worth and dignity and as a social worker you listen i mean that's what you do day in and day out you listen to people you build consensus with people um i mean you help conflict resolution, you problem solve, and yeah, you're going to get these in other, uh, I guess, other people can say they have those skills, but I mean, I've had, you know, I have a bachelor's degree in it, I have a master's degree in it, you know, I've interned at various places, I've volunteered all over the city, and I've done case management, and I see myself building one-on-one relationships with people. Um, You know, I see some people, you know, really going out there and trying to get the numbers of people. You know, you look at my Facebook page. I have 20 people who like it, you know, but that's fine. If there are only 20 people who want to listen to me, and then those 20 people are the most important people to me. We go to a forum and... I know there are a lot of people who get away from me who I don't introduce myself to but if I'm having a conversation with one person then that one conversation is the most important thing to me at that point point. and if it's causing me 15 missed opportunities to make my name known to someone else then that's okay I tell everyone you know text me message me call me I will have a one-on-one conversation with you at any time and I think even on my Facebook page, I have one thing that if you want, um, you can message me. And if you don't even want to talk to me about the issues, I'll just send you happy mail. Because (laughs) I am known for my thank you notes, my mail to people. If I have your mailing address, you're going to get something from the mail from me at any time. And it's all... You need to
2: make uh, sure and leave that with her before. Yeah.
1: (laughs) It is. It's just all about people. And that's just what... I see lacking, I guess, because on council you have so many people who are attorneys and real estate developers. And I know one of my competitors really uh, points out his banking experience. I've worked with budgets, I've done that. And there is a huge learning curve to being on council because right now, sometimes I think they expect you to know everything known to mankind When you go on these forums and they ask you some of these questions. But I know there's a huge learning curve and I would have a huge learning curve, but there's nothing I love more than learning. But I think knowing how to develop relationships with people, you don't learn that. You, I mean, it's either a skill you have or a skill you don't. And I mean, I'm gonna say as a person, I love you, Kevin, and I love you, Glenn, and I believe in your inherent worth and dignity. And yeah, you don't have to vote for me, but if you've got a problem, Come see me.
0: Huh.
2: <laughs> She's the only person we've interviewed in the entire history of politically Denton that has professed her love <laughs> to each one of us individually. I like that. I, I do. Like yeah, I feel good about. Maybe this. we should require yeah. that of everyone who comes on. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah. That is well. Cool. No, that's that's great. Did you want to? Well, yeah. You uh you kind of touched on the experience of running in the forums. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because. I think everyone who runs thinks it's going to be a certain way, and you get to Denia and the first question happens and it's it's like being kicked in the gut for some reason for most people. is that t- tell us a little bit about your experience?
1: Well, I was terrified, absolutely terrified. Um, you know, and so I didn't think ahead to have an opening statement prepared, so I just winged it and
0: it's like showing up without your homework kind of <laughs> you know because
1: i had no idea what to expect sure and uh, fortunately um bud who's running against me he was like he goes i'm an introvert too he goes it's going to be okay <laughs> and um that is you know, so I get that first question, and it was so funny because the moderator kept mispronouncing my name, and so I, you know, that gets you every time. So I had to keep, you know, going. No, it's Vickers Nance, yeah, you know? <laughs> because she <laughs> called me everything under the sun. <laughs> but oh, you Lenny, know,
0: was it Lenny McAdams?
1: Yes, yeah. it was. God bless her. Yeah. And but I had so many people who came to me ahead of time, and they're like, "We know this is really hard for you. Just look at me." and I'll smile at you, you know. That's cool. And I had my boyfriend and my daughter in the back, and I looked at them a lot. But Paul Meltzer was in the front, and I focused in on him a lot because I went to a Denton Young Professionals mixer. My first candidate event was a mixer. Okay, you put an introvert in a mixer. <laughs> Good times yeah. to be had by all. <laughs> and at least I only had to stay 30 minutes because I was going to another event. But um, he made it a point to talk to me. He made it a point to be kind to me. And I was like, that means the world to me for someone to be kind to me. So that's like, I got to learn the issues between him and Frank Dedowitz because they have both been so extremely kind to me this entire process. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, hey, who would I both work? Because they're both so nice, Yeah. you know? And so at... Um, <clears throat> The firefighters forum i will admit it did allow for one so that was helpful <laughs> um
0: that does help <laughs> and kudos to them for taking our idea of holding a forum in a bar
2: yeah that's right
1: <laughs> <laughs> so but um it was the firefighters forum was a little more difficult because we did have to get out from behind the table and go in front and stand with the microphone and the microphone kept shorting out. So you had to hold the cord oh. just a specific way <laughs> yeah. to make your voice heard. And the firefighters had very specific questions. And so you had to have some knowledge of how in the world you're coming up with money to right. meet their needs. What is your
2: What is your opinion on the meet and confer process during the budgetary discussions for the fire department? <laughs> Stuff like that, right?
1: And I actually read the entire (laughs) meet and confer agreement. All right. You know, because they sent Uh, it to us. You're ahead of
2: most candidates who come to that forum.
1: Because they sent it to us ahead of time. Well, they met with us all ahead of time. And, you know, they're like, this is what to expect. And so we're going to send you the meet and confer agreement. And so I got it. And I spent a wonderful lunch hour at work reading it. And I was like, okay, I still don't know what they could ask me from this. But one of the questions was like, um, how are they going to get their new fire quint in service by the year 2020? And I leaned over to Paul Meltzer and I said, are they talking like yard sales? (laughs) I'm like, I don't know. And so Paul gave an answer and he goes, you can use that. (laughs)
0: I was... <laughs> that's great. hear the answers
2: so you know, there's something there's something interesting about the bonding that goes on between candidates that's yeah during these processes which is it, it's great to hear that's been kind of your experience with some of these other candidates there
0: yeah and there is a uh i mean by the time you get to the dan's to our uh forum on april 16th dan silverleaf at 7 30 hope to see you all there
1: what time is it you've said six i've heard you say seven thirty. now is it seven o'clock
0: it's seven i may have said different times but it is definitely doors at seven show starts at seven thirty.
1: you yeah. know you're right getting now. into my bedtime they're going i
0: know it's a it's a little later so it's my bedtime also so uh we'll both suffer
1: they do have rum and coke there so
0: but it'll be a lot of fun at the end of it, it there's always that's the one that everyone's just like you know this is it's all for denton we yeah. love denton we're all here because we love denton it's a great crowd yeah everyone's hugging and it's great so it'll be a lot of fun and we don't have a specific agenda except the progress of denton really yeah. Everyone, most of the forums you find have those specific questions you're expected to answer you know correctly there's I guess. a special
2: interest group involved even right. if it's this is our neighborhood right yeah, yeah. So. Well, so you know, one of the issues I think you you hit on as well, and it seems to be of concern for you and a concern about a lot of people, and that's the issue of homelessness in, in town. And obviously, as a social worker, you think about these sorts of problems on a different level and probably a deeper level, I would say, than most folks. And so. Uh, and there's been a lot of initiatives going on in the last few years relating to homelessness. There have um, been. In, I was not actually, just on the city, yeah. but in the county and a lot of the uh, you know, United Way of Denton County and whatnot. Yeah. What do you think is still missing? What do you want to bring to the table? What can the city do to to really kind of push this issue in a more positive direction?
1: That's, it's just like there's no one solution. I mean, one thing that is really missing... Is something for the daytime that is seriously missing. Um, because you and you don't have that many shelter beds at night. You have thirty six at Salvation Army and ninety at Monsignor King. And Monsignor King is only open Monday, Wednesday, and Friday in inclement weather. So but then, you know, I drive to work every morning and I see everyone leaving Salvation Army and it's kinda like, where what do you next? go? Where do you go from there? Yeah. And so I think we certainly need to be looking at what is going on during the day, you know, what can they do? Is there a place for them to get additional training, additional resources, additional case management? Of course, you're always going to have those, you know, we have a lot of homeless initiatives going on in the county, but they're also looking at uh, permanent housing for people like long-term supported housing, which is where you're getting case management for like 12 months and then more short short term keeping people in homes but giving less case management. But it's really like where do you go before you get that place to live? Where do you go during the day? Where do you keep your stuff? I know that the city has done studies on tent cities. Because that seems to be one place that you have um, some of our homeless individuals congregate. Um, Of course, there are always health and safety concerns, so you have to have a lot of buy-in from your city. Which I know we have some buy-in from our police and our fire, because they go out on homelessness outreach teams. But it seems like there's a lot of fragmentation. But... I know with the Denton County Homeless Coalition, they're trying, you know, I've gone through, I've read all their meeting minutes, I've read all their agendas. So there are things being done. There's a lot more being done than I thought there was before I started this campaign, um, because I asked those questions. But still, um, they're just, there's not enough housing, there's not enough beds, there's not enough form to do during the daytime. I mean, they can go wander around until our daily bread opens um, their doors. And so, and there's so many different reasons for homelessness as well. You know, someone who's just in a short-term span of homelessness, it could probably be easily remediated if we just get the resources to them. So it would be continuing to work on the initiatives that we have, look at new ideas, look at other cities. Um, but certainly I am not, I would never advocate to try to eradicate the homeless from the town because they're here, they're citizens of Denton, they're people and I love them too.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's great. I got to ask you, um, you mentioned being a lover of the music scene, especially your early time in Denton top three bands since you've been here in Denton, your top favorite from 92 on, it could be any
1: era. Well, I was a big fan of slobber bone. Yeah. yeah. You mentioned that early on. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That was a big one. Then I had some friends who played in a band called the dead flowers. They're defunct now. Um, they've gone about their ways. And I'm trying to think, gosh, that's so long ago. <laughs>
2: was Dead Flowers an early 90s band, too? Yeah. Yeah.
1: They used to play lots of gigs around uh, Denton and when Jim's Diner was open. Oh, yeah. That was a
2: great place <laughs> to watch music. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I did enjoy that. Yeah. No, that was I awesome. missed a lot of class. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> Which is why it took me eight years to get a bachelor's degree.
2: <laughs> you know, Denton back then, and it's not as much as it is now. I don't know college culture anymore. I'm too old. But I mean, it was like the week ended on Thursday. Yeah, pretty much. So you had a class. No one went on Friday. But well, you know, Jody, it's really been a pleasure to... Uh, talk to you and get a chance to kind of have you kind of open up on a lot of these topics uh, and who you are and why you're running. So we appreciate that. And thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks for coming on.
1: Thanks for having me.